You're listening to the Digital Barbell Podcast. We believe that if you work hard, you deserve results, and that your training and nutrition should enhance your life, not take it over. Our mission is to provide you with a clear path to health and fitness through education, connection, coaching, and accountability. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Blakely Fletcher, and we are here to serve you. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so we can reach more people. You can find us daily on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Digital Barbell. Now, let's get to today's topic. All right, guys, welcome to the Digital Barbell Podcast, take 7,000. <laughs> you know Wait. how when you turn on the news sometimes and the people are looking down and then they're like, hello. Oh, I'm on camera. <laughs> sometimes I feel like that when we started these things. Today's episode, seven fitness tips that take no extra time. That's right. This it's, is coming out around Christmas. Nobody's yeah. got extra time for all this stuff right now. We want to get in shape. We want to stay in shape with the existing time we have. Mm-hmm. And that's what <laughs> we're going to... Instead of like creating more time out of thin air, like some, yes. big, some big bang theory stuff or something. Uh, sponsor for the day. We are sponsored by none other than Delicata Squash. The, Sweet. The, the, I was the, just looking for some in the store and I couldn't find any. Do y'all know what these are? They're, we just discovered these three, four years yeah, ago. We, probably. I mean, the only place we've ever found them is Trader Joe's. And I look like we use the app. I used the, I was using the app for our grocery store, HEB, and they said they had them. And I was like scouring the yeah. store and they didn't have them. Um, <laughs> but so we've only found them at Trader Joe's, but they're like a very hard, hard, like kind of more like an acorn, acorn squash, yeah, like, but they're like a two, but they're like, a, they look like the size of like a yellow or green squash mm-hmm. and they have stripes on the side and they are delicious. Like he made some in the air fryer and I'm like craving them. I'm like, we have to have more of those. And they're so easy. Like literally you just cut the thing in half long ways, scoop out the guts, then slice that yeah. into these little half moon shapes. You can do this in the roast yeah. them in the oven or in the air fryer, just like spray them with a little bit of cooking spray sprinkle some kosher salt on and boom yeah they're like eating candy man i mean when you look when you were like when you're like holding one or something i would never think that you could eat the outside <laughs> the outside yeah, of the it skin but it, it comes out like really soft like in the air fryer i bet there's some people who don't eat the skin i don't even know if we're supposed to but by the time you cook it it tastes really it's good it's kind of like a pumpkin if you were just like <laughs> it is like a pumpkin pump, like chop up a pumpkin would you pump i mean you eat you eat the skin of like yellow squash yeah, that's true. You eat the skin of like acorn squash. Yeah. We're not cooks. We don't yeah. know if we're doing this right. We just know that they're delicious. They're delicious. Another, um, another thing that you can put in the air fryer that we've been doing a lot of are those like little tiny, those bags of like little tiny potatoes. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually got a package of frozen at, at Trader Joe's and he like, you know, scooped the recipe and we've been making them for ourselves now. Like air fryer, what do you put on them? Rose? I put uh, kosher salt. Well, first of all, I, I quarter them and I put yeah. them in a Ziploc bag with some oil and then kosher salt, uh, a little bit of garlic powder, a little bit of onion powder and thyme mm. and, and then shake the whole thing up, air fry them at 400 for like 15, 17 minutes, something Man. like that. And they start to get a little bit crispy. Mm-hmm. If you put a lot in there in the air fryer, you might have to stir it up occasionally. Otherwise only the ones on the top yeah. will get crispy. But it's the seasonings because we were doing these before we got the frozen bag and we weren't putting all those seasonings on them. Mm -hmm. And they are so much better with like the specific flavors that you're putting on right now. If you're living a life and not seasoning your food, (laughs) what are you even doing out there? Come on. That's where the magic. That's why restaurant food tastes so good. Yeah. Like 
besides all the butter they put on, which I think we're going to talk about in today's episode, <laughs> it's because they put a lot of salt and seasoning on all there. Right. So get get jiggy on it. Okay, before we start, we have we been got put- all kinds of announcements. We've been putting out a, a couple extra like fun, you like maybe we say fun. You probably <laughs> might not think they're fun. Just like dumb YouTubes, like we'll be like in the gym and yeah. working out. But we're in the in those YouTubes. We're talking about like you know little, some training tips and mm-hmm. things. So if you have time, check it out. They're like 10 minutes or less. It might be like a little challenge, you know, us, me versus him doing a workout. I'm always going to win, you know, but whatever. Just just some fun stuff on there. So, um, and you might find some tips and stuff. Slash digital barbell. We'll put a link to our channel in the show (laughs) notes. Stop interrupting. Sorry. Um, But anyway, yesterday I announced that we're personally going to do a little challenge for ourselves in December. We are going to start in 2024. We're going to start challenges again with our members. So we're doing like a bonus little December one for ourselves and inviting anybody that wants to, to do it as well. So what we're doing is we are going to run 15 miles in December. Maybe this sounds like, Oh, people are like, I can run 15 miles tomorrow. Yeah. We're not runners. (laughs) I, I, I like, I will run if it's in the workout, but I'm not, I don't ever like run independently of that don't enjoy running, blah, 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 blah. Don't feel like I'm very good at running. And so this is something I was just like 15 miles. So that's like, you know, four miles a week. And this is independent of any running that's in workouts or anything like that. So I think, I think it's pretty good. A friend Carlos is like, so what's the workout going to be? That sounds like a good warm up. <laughs> 15 miles. That's what I'm saying. Like for for a lot of people, 15 miles in December is ridiculous sounding. But for us like that, I think that's, it's going to be a pretty good challenge. So it's not even really like that much of a physical challenge yeah. for us to run the mile, but it's like, this is something we don't really love doing. Uh, it's a mental challenge mm-hmm. to do it. Plus yeah. we're going to do the, the polar plunge. We're going to do this 5k slash polar plunge on January 1st yeah. here in our town where you run a 5k and then you literally jump in the Creek, mm-hmm. which I get, I don't think that Creek gets really, really cold for some reason. It's kind of constant temperature January all year. 1st. Um, I don't think it's a constant temperature. I think it's going to be cold. Well, it is going to be cold, but I don't think it's going to be like 33 yeah. degrees or anything like it's that. Texas. So we're training for that. That's what we're doing with oh. a little bit of mindset. If we need a little motivation. To yeah. And you know, this miles. week we've been like, so far we've each done two miles, like one mile, I did a mile after my workout yesterday. He did a mile before his workout. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, I want to get to where we're stringing a few miles together. You made me a little bit nervous yesterday because I did my mile before my warm up, and then I had heavy squats. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Oh man, I, last time I ran my mile and those squats, my legs were tired." But yeah. I had a great squat workout. Felt stronger than a long time That's on them. Good. Training has been going really good for me. You didn't ask, but I'm going to tell oh, you, good. I got a little bit of shoulder pain creeping up on me in my right shoulder, so I have to really be careful because mm-hmm. this is very similar to the pain that sidelined me for like six months uh, last year. And I don't want that to happen again. So I'm playing it smart. I'm saying it out loud here on the podcast that I'm not going to be stupid. I'm going to adjust my training, make sure I don't make it worse mm-hmm. and take advantage of as many leg gains as I can <laughs> in the meantime too. How's your and training you going? You need to be doing some crossover symmetry work yeah. on, um, of this action in our warmups. Cause we got these bands. We used to use them at my gym and they are fantastic for rehabbing shoulders or just if you know, strengthening the smaller muscles yeah. of, you know, all that rotator cuff action. Yeah. Um, my training is going great. I'm currently doing our eight week physique program. Um, and I've been testing it. So my, my plan is 
to add volume mm-hmm. as we go along. And we've done that. Started out at like three sets. We're, we're doubling in four sets for a lot of things. And I've been doing five sets, timing myself, timing my workouts, making sure that I can still get it in in a decent amount of time. Every workout literally is taking, for some reason, it's like 55 minutes, 55 minutes, 55 <laughs> minutes. So I think I'm doing a good job of writing these workouts and because they are all coming out about the same time. But all that to say, Physique 2.0 is going to be dropping. So if you're currently doing the Physique program, stay tuned because you're going to be able to roll right into Physique 2.0. And my plan with that is to just add some volume so that Mm -hmm. we can continue to make the gains. Because I've really been seeing a lot of strength progress in this Workout that yeah, I titled physique. You're constantly <laughs> but, like, man, I got more reps this yeah. week. I went up. To I mean, this. things like my dumbbell rows, like flies, curls, like, you know, all the important, all the important things. <laughs> right. Um, but so both programs are going to be dropping on January the second. Physique 1.0 again. So it's an eight week uh, program. We we sell an uncoached and a coached version. Well, mm-hmm. you can find all, all the info on the website. And then also, if you've already done 1.0, you can roll into 2.0. I don't think we have the the web page live. Yeah, but for we're going to be yet. dropping it on the website soon. And yeah. if you're not on our email list, get on our email list because we send out promo. You know, like like you'll have first the shot first to shot join. to yeah. Or to if there's get any in. discount available, you'll be able to grab that if you're on our email list. Mm-hmm. So the program starts on January second. So we will open up registration before that. Yeah. And like I said, our email list will know about that first. So right after Christmas, let's go. I will put a link to how to get on our email list in the show notes for this episode too. All right. Anything else we want to get into? Before I guess we, we should do this podcast. <laughs> I wish there was like a timer on this thing that showed how long it's been. <laughs> it's been 30 minutes. All right. Seven fitness tips that take no extra time. Keep that in mind as we're going through these. No extra time. Okay. The first one is going to be to skip and swap li- liquid calories. I love a good swap. This is so personally, I would recently, you know, whenever the, whenever the pumpkin spice lattes dropped, <laughs> the PS, we were camping actually up in Round Rock at the Rogue Invitational. And I was like, Oh, pumpkin spice lattes are out. It's October. I'm going to go get my first one. And I went to Starbucks and it came with f- like whip and, uh, I don't know, some sort of syrup. Foam. No whip. And oh, then drizzle? like drizzle, whip and drizzle <laughs> for shizzle. And I was like, no on that, no on that. And that's just like, it took me no extra time, but it saved, I don't even know, I'll probably at least 150 calories or something from that delicious, um, PSL PSL. Also the, the, my little trick, what I've been doing is if I get a, a latte with some, you know, flavor, mm-hmm. I go quarter sweet Yeah, and it is just as sweet. Like I'm like, how could these be like this sweet if a quarter sweet is that tasty because uh, what is full sweet next time you're at a coffee shop test be a little bit nosy and look at the syrups that they have yeah a lot of times they're up at the front where you order those things are like 90 to 100 or more calories per pump and she told me she goes are you sure you want quarter sweet it's only one pump we usually put four i was like oh yeah you can even like go less (laughs) on the pump if you want (laughs) so go ahead get your pumpkin spice lattes but if you want to Stay on track, mm-hmm. you know, keep your fitness prioritized with no extra time. Just tell them to cut down yeah. on the amount of calories that they're putting in there. Mm-hmm. Another place a lot of calories can sneak in as far as liquids go are things like juices, kombuchas. Swap those things out for fizzy water, for tea, mm-hmm. for mocktails made with, you know, zero alcohol, <laughs> non-sweetened things. Easy way to save calories, yeah. keep you from gaining weight, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's going to be a lot of guys who are mad at me for saying this one, but choose, and not that women don't drink beer too, but I see (laughs) men, I see men do this a lot. 
or don't do this a lot, choose lower alcohol percentage beers. Those 7%, 8%, 9% IPAs that you say taste so good and you really just want to get drunk off of one beer, those can have 200, 250 calories per versus 100 calories for a 4% light sky or God light forbid, sky. a Bud Light. <laughs> Anyway, what was that thing? Michelob Ultra? <laughs> Michelob Ultra, 94 calories, something like that. Is it as, quote, delicious as those other options? No. But as we're talking about trade-offs yeah. that you can make that don't take any extra time that will keep your fitness, mm -hmm. your weight, your body composition in check. All those little things. Skip and swap out the liquid calories. Yeah. It takes no extra time. Mm -hmm. Takes a little bit of willpower, a little bit of habit building, but easy peasy. Easy peasy. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. All right. That's done. All right. Number two, lift the right weights and use progressive overload. Yeah. The point is a set of X number of reps that isn't productive mm -hmm. takes actually more time than a set that's done as a hard set that actually challenged you mm -hmm. and made you stronger, helped you make progress. Yeah, it we, takes no extra time to pick the right weight for the exercise that mm -hmm. you're doing yeah. and get a good workout. We say this all the time, it's the benefit of having to coach someone that can see you move. But if you are if you pick up your weights and you're like one, two, three, and you're like 10, 11, 12, and they all look the same and like nothing happens and you just set them down, you know, like that, that's probably not the right weight for you and you probably, you might just be wasting time you're doing the same exercise but you're using the proper weights you know one two three and then by the time you're like eight nine yeah. you're not going to go to failure but we can tell that like oh that's that's you know that's getting that's getting tough you're using mm -hmm. the right weight and it was productive it was productive it was a productive set yeah if the point isn't to like to take no extra time in your workout by just like rushing through the thing right. that, that doesn't give you the same effect as you know like, doing the actual work as you walk over right to intensity. the dumbbell rack at your gym or at your home space picking out the right weights is what's going to to take no extra time exactly and a little bit of a i'll sneak this one in you know if you're really limited on time do lifts that give you a big bang for the buck yeah you know do less tricep tricep kickbacks and do more pressing where mm -hmm. you're involving a lot more muscle mass you know do more bent over rows with a barbell versus uh, curls because not only you work in the bicep in a bent over row you're working your back the backs of your shoulders all that kind of stuff so you can yeah like a close grip dumbbell bench you know or close grip bench press you're going to work both your chest and your triceps yeah you know just things that are gonna yeah it takes no extra like, time to work multiple muscles at the same time versus isolation mm -hmm. if you got time for all of it go for it but if yeah. you are trying to um, make more out of the mm -hmm. same amount of time than use compound. And we lifts. talked about, and we said, and use progressive overload. So what that yes. means is like adding weight once you have like tapped out at the end of that hard set. Yeah. Like so, it, it, it takes no extra time to know what you did last week mm -hmm. and do more challenge yourself to do more this week. Yeah. That is not only how you're, you're the only way you're going to get stronger, build muscle and look better naked. It doesn't take any extra time to use mm -hmm. progressive overload. If your program yeah. is doing three sets of 10 with the same weight week after week after week, you're just wasting your time. Mm -hmm. You could use that same time, get stronger yeah. every week and actually see your body change, see your strength change, see your muscles grow, right? see them triceps popping. The key to this is you just have to know what you've done by keeping track of it. Keep track of it in an app or keep track of it in a notebook. Um, but know what you did last time, know how many rep, know what weight you use and know how many reps you did so that you know if it's time to add weight or not. Yep. Or just hire us and we'll help you with it. <laughs> All right. Number three, order and shop smart. This is a big one. 
Okay. Let's talk about a few of the highlights of what it looks like to order and shop smart. All right. So Number. order, I'm assuming, is like ordering at a restaurant, mm -hmm. shopping, shopping at the grocery store. Again, going right? back to the title of this, seven fitness tips mm -hmm. that take no extra time. I want you to get your stopwatch out. You ready? Three, two, one. Fried chicken. <laughs> How long did that take? <laughs> Three, okay. two, one. Grilled chicken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the point is here, it takes no extra time to say the healthier option, right. the lower calorie option. So you can't use that as an excuse. I don't have time to eat healthy. Use the time that you have mm -hmm. to make smart choices. What that looks like in real life is choose lean proteins almost all the time, almost all the time. That just mm -hmm. means the time that you have a really non-lean protein, like a big greasy, juicy hamburger or a you know you hit the all-you-can-eat sausage buffet. That's those, not very those often. Those are rare, That's rarities. That barely yeah. ever happens. Almost all the time you're eating lean protein. Yeah. What's the benefit of lean protein? Why is it so much better? Well, number one, it has more protein it has more in it protein. <laughs> and it has less calories. Yeah. So if you're trying to get fit without a lot of extra effort, choosing lean protein does those two major things. Bumps up your total protein for the day, which mm -hmm. gives you the power to actually change your body composition, assuming you're doing the training that you're supposed to do. And it keeps you from overeating calories, which is the only thing that causes people to gain weight. So boom, it's an easy one right there. What are lean proteins? Chicken breast, turkey breast, lean pork, uh, egg whites, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. There's probably some that I'm forgetting, but I want to keep this thing rolling, not name every meat known to man. <laughs> <laughs> if the point is, if you cook it, there's a bunch of grease left in the pan. That was not a lean protein. Skip that one next time. <laughs> um, the good thing about this too is almost every restaurant does have a mm -hmm. lean protein source on the menu. Maybe it's not the most succulent sounding thing with like the most adjectives used in the description of it, but there's this place that we like to go to. If you've ever been to this area, you probably know about it. Hayes city store. Mm -hmm. It's bumping all the time. Probably like everybody says the best chicken fried steak and chicken fried chicken yeah. in the world. The nachos, the pizza, the burgers are outstanding, but guess what? It's also on the menu. Grilled chicken is real good <laughs> and it is really good. Yeah. The point is like, if you want to get fit, you want to stay fit and yeah. not spend a lot of extra time make the hard decision in the moment to order smart. Right. And it all comes down to what's your objective for that thing. Like most of the time when we go to Hayes, we're going out with groups of people. We have people visiting or something. We're not like, we're going out for burgers. Like it's not, it's not like having, having a chicken fried steak is the objective of that evening. We're right. not like, but the going, the objective of that evening is to hang out with people. So like ordering the grilled chicken there, we still enjoyed the people. We still yeah. got the experience. Like we just didn't come back with a stomach ache. And I'll, I'll order my <laughs> low calorie Bud Light to go with it if I want to. <laughs> Not the uh, hopadillo. You know, <laughs> yeah. All right. 30% alcohol. So now let's go to the grocery store. Hold on. No, there's one other oh, thing I want to bring up here. about yeah. restaurants. Save time, stay fit, save time by skipping sauteed and fried mm. options. I already brought up the difference between grilled and fried chicken, but a lot of people don't realize how many extra calories are added to sauteed food. Basically anything that's cooked on a flat top griddle at a restaurant is going to be, they're going to spray that entire griddle down with oil before they start cooking or butter. And they're probably going to add more as it's cooking yeah. too. And they might even finish it off with a little bit of butter. Let's link that podcast that you did with, um, JC, JC from Dandelion. Okay. Cause he is a chef and he gave all the dirty deets yeah. about what restaurant, you know, why restaurants make the food so tasty. Bottom line is actually they order... were on good morning America. So y'all should oh, listen yeah, to blow, this They've blown up. Good yeah. for them. Um, 
easily 300, 500 calories added to the food that you eat if you go with a sauteed option. And I don't think I have to convince you that taking uh, a piece of meat or a vegetable and dropping it into a fat, a pad, a pile of grease <laughs> and pulling it back out once or twice is adding a lot of calories to it. <laughs> and not to mention the saturated fat, which is terrible for your heart. So anyway, all right. Skip the sauteed and fried things. It takes no extra time. Just takes a little bit of discipline. Yeah, I think sh- shopping smart, same same kind of thing. You're in the grocery store. Shop smart by number one. You got the two meats there. You're like, okay, this one's seventy five percent lean. This one's ninety percent mm-hmm. lean. It takes no extra time. You know which one you're going to grab. Right. And also, shopping smart can mean like not bringing home things that are tempting to you at the, you yep. know, like filling the house with like bowls of candy. If candy is a, is a trigger for you, but you yep. just think it's thing that you should have around during the holidays. Like there's, you know, all the things like that. If you binge it, don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You have another note here about some recipes. <laughs> Here's a tip that takes no extra time. Avoid recipes at all costs. <laughs> um, I just put a post about this on Instagram this week, but by the time you get through reading this person's, you know, family history and like the story about their dog and how much mm-hmm. it loved this recipe, you're like, so just, you know, you don't, you mm-hmm. don't care about this thing and you just like order a pizza yeah. or order DoorDash. My sister, God bless her. I know she'll listen to this episode, <laughs> but she's always looking for new recipes, you know, mm-hmm. single lives by herself cooking for one. She gets, she works a lot. She comes home, she's exhausted and like, there's nothing to eat and she's forced with looking at this recipe that she downloaded like oh shoot i don't have all the ingredients for this this is going to take forever it's going to make more than i want to eat there's going to be so many leftovers it's exhausting we don't follow recipes i mean rarely you know like you know if it's a special occasion and we're making grandma's and this is like yeah this is like everyday stuff this is not like if there's if you want to cook a recipe on the weekends if you want to you know there's always time for these recipes there's always time to get the burger all these things this is like fitness tips that take no extra time for most of the days of your life. Yeah. If you, so, yeah. So instead of thinking in terms of recipes and, and like meal prep and that kind of stuff, think in terms of ingredient prep, yeah. what two or three proteins can you bulk prepare once or twice a week? What three carb sources can you bulk prepare? Yeah. But the benefit of this is like you make, you make a bunch of chicken, you make a bunch of rice, you make a bunch of potatoes, you have vegetables and things in your refrigerator. Monday, you eat chicken and potatoes. Tuesday, you're like taco Tuesday, you get a tortilla, you shred that chicken up, you put it in the chicken, you get some salsa, you make it a taco. Wednesday, you want to make it like a Chinese food dish. You put, you put the rice, you put some soy sauce, you season that chicken in a different way. You know, Thursday Thursday. comes around, you want barbecue, you get barbecue sauce, you shred up the chicken, you put it on a bun. Like you. You can like have a variety. I think that's what people think about when they're like, oh, you're just going to eat the same thing every day. No, you have the, you have these ingredients prepared and you can make these things, Yeah, make them taste however you want. Like just like we were talking about with the seasonings on the, on the potatoes, like you can make things tasty. You can make things taste different ways, but it's just like all about being prepared and like being prepared helps you just like make the right choices right then. Like, instead of being like, I am way too tired for this. Let me order a pizza tonight. Man, drop the mic. (laughs) Testify. (laughs) All right. Number four, have a plan for your workouts. Yep. I mean, honestly, like if I've ever had, if I ever walk in for some reason, like if, if I don't have a plan that day, y'all don't want to be around. I get so frustrated (laughs) and it takes so much longer. I, it, it takes a long time to figure out what you want to do because it's not like, you know, like, okay, what can I do? What, what do I want to do? Blah, blah, blah. It, I mean, it, it might is, take it like 30. It is frustrating, it, honestly. It takes forever to get it takes, started. Yeah. It, it's a big waste of time. Yeah. Having a plan, having like, I mean, we give, if you haven't worked with Digital Barbell, download one of our freebies because we give a warm up, we give 
uh, you know, the how you should warm up for each like little lift. We get how you should warm up for the work, the workout, the conditioning piece. Like it's all you planned out there for do. you. Yeah. Time domains. Like if you just know what to do, if you have the list, just like, you know, planning for anything, it just saves time. Yeah. This is one of the, the most common pieces of feedback we've gotten yeah. from clients recently is that they just love knowing exactly what to do. It makes their workouts more efficient. Mm-hmm. They get better results and it takes no extra time to invest in a plan yeah. for what you're going to do in the gym. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes with your nutrition. Yeah. Like when I, when I owned the gym, it was like always this thing to like announce the workout just the day before. Cause it was like blog style back then, mm-hmm. you know, like it was on the, yeah, it came out, on, out the on the blog. So like 7 PM, you post the blog for the next day, but it is like people, it was cool. People got excited to see what the workout was, but they also had a plan. They knew what to bring with them to the gym. Where are we going to do rope climbs? Did they need long socks? Like, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever they didn't need their lifting shoes because we were doing back squats that day. Just I, like and, you're and prepared. Ha- having a plan also lets you look ahead in your workout and know what you're going to do next. So you can kind of get ready for it. Yes. I know we did a whole episode on like, you know, saving time during your workouts. And that's one of the most valuable things you can do if you want to get more out of your time is, mm-hmm. you know, let's say you're doing back, back squats and you see that you have dumbbell rows coming up, get your bench set up, get your yeah. dumbbell over to your station, do a couple of warm up sets with lightweight. Boom. As soon as you finish your squats, you're right into your dumbbell rows, not, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I appreciate people that look ahead. Thank you, Justin Green, because I had programmed the rest of the physique workouts and accidentally dropped the women's into the men's. And he, he knew it. He, he looks ahead, <laughs> thank goodness. And yeah, he, he noticed. And I was like, oh, man, you saved me. Thank you. That's a thank great you. point to bring up about the eight-week physique program is that you write a men's and women's track where yeah. there's more on. And, and a master's. Chest. There's three tracks of That's physique. That's right, yeah. Men's, women's, and master's for, yeah. So the, the women's track has more leg and glute volume and mm-hmm. the, the men's has more chest and arm volume in it. Mm-hmm. And the master's has more uh, golf like, in it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just like no lunges. Yeah. N- you know, not excessive on the sit-ups. No handstand like push-ups. No <laughs> All right. We're getting off track here. Number five, use your warm-ups to accumulate training volume. This is great. I mean, saving time. Yes. Don't skip your warmups yeah. to save time. Number one, you know, you need, you need these warmups to like get your body temperature up, to move through ranges of motions. It's very dangerous to just like be like, I'm sitting at a desk now, Crack. now I'm ready to squat. Crack <laughs> let's pop all my weights on the bar and like, let's go. Like you don't want to do that. Yeah. And then like you just said, another super bonus of, of, uh, warmups is you get all this bonus volume. Like my general warmups for my clients and myself is maybe like a light stretch, like a Samson stretch or a couch stretch or something like that. Sometimes it'll be like a 400 meter jog. Sometimes it'll be jumping jacks, anything like that. And then it's like two to three rounds of air squats, push-ups, some sit-ups or something. And just think if you, every day you did a warm-up that involved like 20 to 30 Mm push-ups, if like push-ups is something you struggle with, how much stronger are you going to be on push-ups? You know, then if you foam roll for five minutes, yeah. yeah. And these warm, these warmups take around that five minute mark. Yeah. So I like this one. Another yeah. uh, way that you can, you can use this same principle to your advantages. If you're trying to bring up one particular body part, like right now I'm trying to work ironically on my shoulders more, <laughs> that's going to take a little bit of a backseat, but anyway, um, using some of your warm up time yeah. to do like a bunch of lateral raises mm-hmm. in your warm up, you can sneak in more training volume while doing all those things, yeah. getting your body temperature up, getting your joints mm-hmm. uh, ready. So yeah, sneak some training volume into your warm up if you want to uh, get more with no extra time. Exactly. All right. Number six, use 15 minutes of your lunch break to go for a walk. 
Actually, this is um, my aunt came over for Thanksgiving and she was telling us about um, a walking a step challenge that her gym did. And it was like accumulate. We might steal this idea. 300,000 steps steps in a month, which is like, I think, 10,000 steps a day. And in order to do this, she works a desk job. Um, they both, both go to the gym regularly, but she would like carp, you know, she has an hour long break and she usually sit at her desk and, you know, do something during her lunch break, just sitting. So she would eat lunch faster and then go for like a 15 or 20 minute walk to get those extra steps in. You could even like use a sandwich for your lunch and you could eat it while you walk. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's great. Like, you know, I think I, when I worked at Rice, I used to do that. Like I'd be sitting all day. I didn't want to sit for lunch. Me and my friend would like either just like go walk yeah. around campus and, you know, we have that time anyway. Let's just like do something and move. Yep. You know, we get a, get something at the student center and walk back and eat it. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I, I looked it up. The average person takes like between a hundred and 120 steps per minute mm-hmm. when walking at like a moderate pace so that 15 minute walk could be like an extra 1650 yeah. steps I mean, a lot you, of my nutrition clients we track steps because mm-hmm. we use that as a lever to kind of pull for, for for fat loss and for health and yeah you know 1600 steps added to their goal for the day boom that like That's, that push you over yeah. the top a lot of times so 15 minutes really does matter it really does especially if it's something you're not doing right now just adding those 15 minutes in you can walk a mile like we walk when we walk the dogs on a, just a, you know, leisurely pace it's about 21, 20 or 21 minute mile mm-hmm. with them sniffing on everything. Yeah. That takes, that's so, a big waste of time. With but them. no, I mean, but you can, you can, you can walk almost a mile in that amount of time is what yeah. I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're just hustling and you have some intent, mm-hmm. I think most people can accumulate about 2000 steps walking a, a mile. mile. So yeah. yeah. I mean, there's huge health benefits to walking too. Like if you can go for a walk, after a meal, you mm-hmm. increase insulin sensitivity. You can have improved digestion, mm-hmm. you know, regular walking can help regulate hunger. Um, so good for mindset. Like, Oh oh yeah, for sure. Now I do heart health, of course. Yeah. I will say though that be careful because it can be a slippery slope when you take up a walking habit to enjoy it so much, they might be tempted to substitute it for your training. Being Mm. like, I'm not going to have time to train, but I'll walk. No, walking is great Mm -hmm. for tons of different reasons. Do it, do it all the time, but it is not a substitute for resistance training and it's not a substitute for high intensity conditioning. So throw that out there on a regular basis. Like when we go camping, if we're like camping and we're doing things, you know, we're like, I got to get some activity in. We can't, we don't have any, you know, we can't do anything else. Let's at least go for a walk. Like, yeah. All right. We're, we're getting, we're getting sidebarred here. Last one. (laughs) Jonathan added this one at the very end. Go to sleep. Hey, it takes, it actually saves you time. Just go to sleep. (laughs) There's less chance that you'll spend money on Amazon. If you go to sleep, there's less chance you'll see something on Instagram that triggers you and makes you makes it really hard to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I think we all know the benefits of sleep. Yes. But let's talk about them anyway. <laughs> and we'll be the first ones to say that like we're not immune to this. Like we're not always excited to go to sleep. It's easy to get sucked into a show and be like I'm just going to watch one more episode. <laughs> Boom, there's another 30 minutes, there's another hour. Yeah. You know, we don't really see the consequence of that in the moment. That's morning guys problem. <laughs> but, you know, going to sleep has huge benefits, yeah. especially if you can accumulate several days in a row yeah. of enough and of quality sleep. I think we had had another episode on sleep, you know, talking about things you should do to your room, you know, to get ready for sleep. We're not biohackers. We don't mm-hmm. wear blue light sunglasses. We don't have blackout shades. We don't turn off all the lights in the house and sit in the dark for the first hour. <laughs> We're regular people who are just prioritize our sleep in a normal way. I will say the one thing that we have been doing differently 
ever since in Thanksgiving, we stayed in our trailer and it was, we had people in our house and it was really, really cold outside yeah. and we didn't let the heater run because the first night we slept so good when it was so cold that in the house, we haven't been running the heater at night Yeah, and we've just like the room, I mean, it's been getting down to like low sixties in the house and it, it, I have been sleeping so good with a super, super cold room. Yeah. Okay. So it's really just comes down to like the sacrifice of you're getting down to where, you know, you should go to bed. Like, are you going to pull out the phone? Are you going to watch another episode? Just use it as an experiment. Try it for a week mm -hmm. where you don't do it. Some of the things that can happen is your hunger will be less. There's nothing that will make you hungrier than a couple of nights of poor sleep. Your mood is going to be better <laughs> if you get better sleep. But you sleep pretty good. What do you mean? <laughs> to Shay. I want you to think about, oh, your performance in the gym yeah. is going to be better if you have better sleep. Your blood sugar regulation is going to be better. All these things that you already know. Think about it like this. Going to bed when you know you could just stay up and watch another episode is mm -hmm. like paying yourself. It's like putting money in, a, in a, an account that you own that has a guaranteed return on investment for all those things that sleep improves. Mm -hmm. And every night you make a deposit, it's going to compound. And you're going to like the results of seeing that money in your bank account go up that you're going to want to continue to do it. But it's going to take some discipline in the beginning. Seven to eight hours is the goal. Try mm -hmm. as hard as you can to make it a non-negotiable, not like if you have time, you yeah. go to sleep. Put it on your calendar if you have to. Set an alarm on your phone, like, you know, start to wind down. Right. People are like, I can't get seven to eight hours of sleep. Listen, even if you have to get up at five o'clock in the morning, that means you only have to be in bed trying to go to sleep by 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. That's not unreasonable. Yeah. If you if you can sleep until six, that means you sometime between 10 and 11, you, you can go to bed. Is that is that not reasonable to think? <laughs> like, what do you want to do? Stay up till one o'clock in the morning? every night, like knowing that you have to get up in the morning, it's not that hard mm -hmm. if you just decide like, okay, this is the time that I need yeah. to go to bed. Most people probably take 15, 30 minutes to fall asleep realistically. So if you're shooting for the low end of that seven hours per night, you know, plan accordingly. Yeah. Don't go into the bedroom, start your seven face hours washing you have routine. To get up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So plan accordingly. And just, I mean, and I just, just think some, of so many clients yeah. that have prioritized their sleep and like, holy crap, this yeah. makes a huge difference. I'm making gains that I didn't think I could make. I feel better. Mm -hmm. My head is clearer. This time of year stuff. is a great time to like start to like change this if this is something that you struggle with because it is getting dark yeah. so much earlier. It's dark at four o'clock. Like you can start to like fast forward that nighttime That's routine a, a little bit. And by the time summer hits, you kind of like be into it. It's really hard to start this kind of thing in the summer where, I mean, it gets dark, you know, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, now yeah. it's time for bed. Yeah. I can't decide <laughs> if I'm going to go cut the grass or go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness. All right. Was that right. seven? That was seven. We did it. All right. It. So let's see. Let's recap. Let's go back through all seven again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the eight week physique program, be on our email list yeah. so you can be the first to know about when it's coming up, but it'll probably open up uh, the week. The reg registration it, will probably open up two weeks before Christmas, which is mm -hmm. not this week, but next. Yeah. So soon. And the program will start on January 2nd. Of course, if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with us mm -hmm. for a, on a custom training program, you can reach out at any time. This is separate from these templated programs that Blakely writes. Or both. Yes. The new year is coming. It's going to get yeah. busy. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not saying we're going to like fill up on clients, but if you want to guarantee to get to work with one of us, then you should apply for coaching sooner mm -hmm. than later. 
go to our YouTube channel, look at the effort Blakely's been putting out on these, putting into these uh, videos of us training and jabbing at the camera. And if you want to run 15 miles in December, drop us a line on YouTube or on Instagram or whatever. Just let us know you're in. Yeah, sounds good. Decide if anybody else is going to be doing it or if they think we're wimpy for. They're like 15 15 miles, miles, you was. (laughs) Hey, we got to be ready for this polar plunge 5K. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you next week. Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell for all of the latest and greatest free content. If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we'd love to talk. Apply for coaching with the link in the description of this episode or by visiting digitalbarbell.com. We'd love to talk about helping you reach your goals with a training and nutrition program built just for you. Thanks again and have a great day.